This week's episode of In the Know is brought to you by G&G Operators. Did you know G&G is a family-owned and operated business? Dean and Gay are very excited to say that all of their children and their spouses play a role in the day-to-day work at G&G Operators. Their son, Chase Graham, is a current operations manager in Dalhart. Along with his wife, Rebecca Graham, she does any of the daily tasks that may arise. Chase Graham is also beginning to take over many of the daily responsibilities of the business. The oldest daughter, Chansey Graham Carrot, and her husband, Josh Carrot, own a trucking company that helps with the daily deliveries of a variety of products, along with assisting with the shop. The youngest daughter, Chanessa Graham Slamma, along with her husband, Judd Slamma, handle the day-to-day activities of handling feed for a large supplier here in Dalhart. G&G prides itself on being family-oriented and family-run with all of the siblings along with close family friend Curtis Thomas holding a partnership in the business. In the know. To be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know. Brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Dyke Rogers, and our guest today is Jeff Bird, superintendent of Dalhart Independent School District. Hi, Jeff. How are you, Doc? Thanks for having us. Well, Jeff, here it is, uh, you know, first part of June, probably the slow time of the year for you. School's out, nothing to do. Is that about how it works? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, when I'm walking down the street or downtown, people say, man, I bet you're relieved, and I hope you get to enjoy your summer. And, and the honest truth is in the super superintendent and business office of a school district june 1st to august 31st is probably our busiest time of the year most everybody i would assume is familiar but in dalhart we actually run on a july the 1st to june 30th budget so in the next 30 days we have to close out the 22-23 school year we have to prepare a budget for the 23-24 year and our biggest priority right now is just simply trying to get teachers and staff members hired our goal is to fill as many of those positions as we can by july the first the state has a 45-day rule for so teachers coming from other districts the week of july the first through july the fourth or fifth if they haven't resigned from the district they're coming from sometimes those districts won't release them so trying to balance a budget and, and get people hired that's it's it's pretty hectic and stressful jeff how are we in uh, in teacher and teacher recruitment are you fairly well staffed do we need quite a few people is there an area of concern well the, we've got two areas of concern for me now i don't know that the, if you ask the principals they would have the same concerns as i do but we we've lost fewer teachers this year than we did the previous year so we certainly are excited about that there is a definite shortage of teachers across the state and unfortunately I don't foresee that getting better in the near future. We are very blessed that all of our principals and assistant principals are coming back. We had very little movement in our athletic department, which makes it nice. You know, as politely as I can say this, everybody gets frustrated or upset with the teacher or coach or an administrator. What the general public doesn't realize is people aren't lined up for those administrative and leadership roles like they've been in the past. So when you get irritated or frustrated with somebody and run them off, you better have a plan B in your pocket because there's not as many people willing to take those positions as we used to have. 
Well, so from a for administrator and coach position, pretty good shape. What about from a teacher position in each of the district, each of the campuses? The, the two that well, there's there's maybe three areas that we're kind of focused on right now. We, we've got a. We've always been able to hire elementary teachers, even through the teacher shortage. And every year, that number kind of gets worse. Our numbers at the elementary school, I think we're down to three more hires, but they're they're very important hires. And we just haven't had as many applications as, as we have in the past. At the um, middle school, we lost a rock star uh, math teacher and you know we've got our fingers crossed and we're praying that somebody applies for that job and at the high school we've lost two English teachers and we haven't had a great deal of interest in those positions so our our three concerned areas are elementary numbers getting the right person for that math at the middle school and then like I said we have two positions we're concerned with in English at the high school. Talk with me a minute about the quality of the teachers that you have here. I don't think you're going to say, "Oh, they're all terrible," but, <laughs> but, but you know, you never know how it is. You've been other places. How, sure. how, are, what is the quality here? Well, I, I can tell you that top to bottom, uh, I've been in a district as large as Amarillo Independent School District and as small as Claude ISD. And top to bottom, I've never been as associated with a group of teachers that are as good at what they do, that are as passionate as our teachers are, that truly care for our kids. If, if a, In any position in life, Doc, if a person has a great attitude, they love kids, and they've got a great work ethic, we can make it work. The most important piece to teaching in today's society is, is the old adage is a kid doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So building relationships and being positive is is the it factor in education today, and our teachers hit that out of the park every day. One of the ways that, uh, that we measure our school system are with some of the standard testing and assessments and ratings and that kind of thing. Yes. Is this the kind of time of year that you get some results back? Well, it, it, it is, and for, for the first time that I can remember, we've got preliminary results, and they've kind of changed the way that they did that, and we're certainly excited by our preliminary scores but in the last two weeks they've given us three different categories of probable passing an area of uncertainty and probable failures and our focus point our area of concern this year our goal was to drastically increase student performance in the third through fifth grade campus at the intermediate school and our initial scores look really good across the board our kids are showing individual student growth now what i can answer at this time is is we've never had the preliminary in the probable pass area of uncertainty and probable failures there are four categories when you take a a state assessment test in the state of texas masters is exemplary meets is passing and in the previous years approaches was passing the difference with this now is is that area of uncertainty is dealing directly with the approaches group and they're going to compare our district with other districts in the state and just because you're approaching today doesn't mean you pass anymore they're going to find a line and draw it in the sand and above that line would be passing and below that line would be failing and obviously the last group is is did not pass so 
not only did they change the preliminary area in that capacity, what they've also done is they've increased the rigor of those tests. And, you know, I, um, in case the commissioner of education is listening to this, I probably need to be careful. But, you know, in 2019, the 19-20 year, we shut down for COVID. The 2021 year was probably less normal than the 1920 school year. And, and here we are two to two and a half years later. And hey, every stat, study that they've done in the United States and the state of Texas shows that every school district and every child is at least a year and a half to two years behind. So let's use some common sense here and let's increase the rigor of the test so that everybody feels good about it. <laughs> well, you know, nobody said that government is run by common sense. Okay. For those kids that uh, need some makeup work. Yes, sir. Do we still have summer school? We do. And um, so summer school at the high school started last week and it'll run through the month of June. The junior high and elementary both started today, June 5th and it'll run through June the 22nd. At the high school and the junior high, they're doing those for credit recovery, and in the event that those students need uh, remediation for their assessment testing, that also covers the House Bill 4545 requirement on us providing that information for them as well. We're doing that at the elementary school as, as well as meeting our ESL requirements for those children and trying to help them get a little bit ahead as well. Now, do they meet every day? They meet Monday through Thursday, yes, sir. And you have athletic summer camps and workouts and things like that going on presently? We we do, and, and I'll run through these as quickly as I can. I'm amazed at how many different opportunities we have and would encourage grandparents that have grandchildren that are in town that maybe aren't even Dalhart ISD students if – if you've got the time and would like for them to be involved in our camps, we'd love to have them. I'm going to run through these as quickly as I can. Baseball camp is June the 6th through the 8th at the baseball field at 9 a.m. for 1st and 5th grade and 1 to 3 for 6th and 8th grade. Girls basketball is June the 22nd at the high school front and back gyms from 9 a.m. to grades 3 through 6. Football camp will be June the 13th through the 15th at the football stadium for 10 a.m., at starting at 10 a.m. for first through sixth grade. We actually have two different cheerleading camps, June the 19th through the 21st, and the high school gym will be 8 to 4 for a high school cheer camp, and then the 22nd through the 23rd will be the mini cheer camp. We have a pole vault. I bet you not very many schools in the state of Texas have just a specialty pole vault camp. It will be June the 26th through the 28th at the indoor facility at the stadium from 9 to 4 for all levels. Volleyball camp will be July the 10th through the 12th in the high school gyms, 6 to 8 p.m. for team camp, and that's 9th through 12th grade. July the 18th through the 20th in the high school gyms, 8.30 to 10.30 will be for 4th through 6th grade, and 10.30 to 12.30 will be grades 7th and 8th. And then we have a softball camp July the 13th through the 15th at the softball field from 9 a.m. to 10.30 for 1st through 3rd grade and then 11 to 12.30 for 4th through 6th grade, and 1 to 2.30 for 7th grade through ninth grade. And our boys' basketball camp will be July the 24th at the junior high from 9 a.m. 
to 11 a.m. for second through eighth grade, and I think I got them all. Well, Jeff, I'm not going to be repeating any of those. I think this is a time when uh, you figure out where KXIT.com is so that you can go in and verify what these times are on our website. I guess I'll take this opportunity for a second to thank G&G operators for sponsoring uh, these school podcasts so that uh, the community can know exactly what's going on and where it's going on. But for all of these camps and all these times, it looks to me like everybody's going to be busy, go into kxit.com on the school page and you'll see all the camps and the time for those camps. Oh, don't you hate hitting a pothole big enough to wake up your baby in the back seat? Us too. Here at G&G Paving and Concrete, we have the knowledge and equipment to help prevent potholes from forming in your driveway or your business parking lot. Call us for some preventative maintenance, 244-4298. That's 244-4298. We can patch potholes or crack seal before they become a problem. Here at G&G Paving and Concrete, we take pride in our city. We want Dalhart to drive as beautifully as she looks. G&G Paving and Concrete, a proud supporter of Dalhart ISD and keeping the community in the know. You have something a bit unusual, too, that we were talking about earlier, and that's this summer breakfast and lunch program. I've never heard of this sort of thing, so please just inform our listeners about it. We we have applied for a grant that the state offers, and it's a summer feeding program. And it doesn't matter if you're a a student at Dalhart ISD or not, if you are residing or living currently in Dalhart, Texas, from birth to age 18, we have breakfast from 7.30 to 8.30 and lunch from 11.30 to 12.30, Monday through Friday through June the 30th. And again, you do not have to be a student or enrolled at Dalhart ISD for those meals. All you have to do is show up between 7.30 and 8.30 at the elementary campus cafeteria for breakfast and 11.30 through 12.30 at the same cafeteria for lunch. Okay, so free breakfast, free lunch. So those people that say there's no such thing as a free lunch, they just don't know what's going on at Dalhart Elementary School. That's right. Okay, well, now this is for birth to 18-year-olds. So for a guy like me, I can't just self-identify as 18 and go have lunch. Well, I'll take care of your lunch, maybe, but we can't do it at the elementary school. (laughs) Okay, well, that's a great program for lots of people in our community who could certainly use feeding, whose parents are out working every day and yes, and uh, making our community what it is, and, and their kids still need to eat. So yes, what a great idea. Okay, and then I'd like to get a little bond update. Okay. Uh, that We've talked about that for four months, and you've had a successful bond. What happens now? Well, throughout the day, for the last month, I've met our my first order of business is getting everything prepared with John Blackburn, who is our representative from Live Oak Financial. And we've got requirements and obligations of meetings and postings of those meetings for the comptroller. And we've got everything in line now to where we'll be able to, to have comptroller approval of our plan and board approval by august where we can at that point go out and sell bonds and again this is very preliminary but i think we talked about this on our last plan we want to save the taxpayers as much as we possibly can and there's absolutely no reason over a 20 month four month period for us to sell the 50 million dollar bond at one time and I, I don't write this in stone and hold me accountable for this, but our goal, and we're online with this goal, we've met with the architects, we've met with Gallagher Construction, we've met with Live Oak, but our goal is to sell $30 million in the bonds in September, 
and not sell the remainder of those where it doesn't go on the tax roll until next August. So that would save us the $20 million on the tax roll for the first year. Good. I guess with all of this rain, you're looking at your drainage plan on the new school. Well, you, you know, you are, and, and we, we've dealt, we've had many challenges, and hey, you, uh, sometimes you have to be very careful what you pray for, because the good Lord blesses you in abundance, and we've all prayed for rain, and we've gotten what we've asked for, and who's going to complain about that? But we have had challenges, you know, we're doing our very best to keep the lawns mowed, and weed-eated, and cleaned, and thank goodness we've contracted that where we can help them we've had several areas you know when you have buildings that are twenty thousand plus square feet and those buildings settle and as the ground gets wet the facility settles and whether it's the roof or the wall or there's there's separation between a seam uh, you're gonna there's no way you can have a facility that big and not deal with leaks so We've certainly had our challenges with our drain system and with our flat roofs, but uh, we're certainly not going to complain about that. It's just that we're grateful that everything's green and beautiful, and we hope that the farmers and ranchers are benefiting from it. I think most are. Uh, Jeff, have you got anything else you'd like to tell us today? Well, you know, the, the part of the challenges that we're having building our budget this year, you know, legislation has thrown us a curveball. Um, you, you know, I'm going to have to be very delicate on how we discuss this, but the the you know I don't know if you've watched the news in the last few days, but the lieutenant governor and the governor have come out and they've talked about this sixteen point or seventeen point six billion dollars that they've put in the school allotment and and now they're going to compress our tax rate and they're going to call special session after special session. You know when. When I was going to Austin in February and March, they were talking about giving every teacher a $6,000 pay raise across the board. And I don't know how familiar you are, how much you've kept up with that, but uh, one of the interesting tidbits that I found is that, um, you know, we started off with giving our teachers a $6,000 pay raise, and what they ended up approving in both the House and Senate was a 5% raise across the board for every employee in the state of Texas except for public educators so i just told you we've got to finish the year out on june the 30th i've got to prepare and have a budget approved by july the 1st and the governor has called for a special session and hey i'm a taxpayer and want to save money just like everybody in town does but i want you to wrap your head around this they put 17.6 billion dollars more in the school allotment according to them but we didn't address our teachers salary and the governor has hung his hat on a tax compression of our mno so i'm not very good at math doc but if i spend more out of my checking account than i put into it eventually i'm going to have to tap into my rainy day fund and i just don't understand and we're trying to build a budget and balance a budget not knowing what our mno tax rate's going to be not knowing how much of that $17.6 billion we're going to get in Dalhart. And everybody in town can acknowledge the fact that we've been at a 6 to 8% inflation rate. And I'm fixing to have to tell my teachers, your insurance is going up, and you may make the same that you made last year plus your pay step. 
you know it's it's a it's a frustrating time to be in public education hopefully our legislatures will put this together legislators will put this together and they'll come up with a plan that works because we certainly need it well we're i've I've been on the five blown the phone lines up to every senator and state rep in our area that would listen to me and we're not greedy we're not asking for more we just need to break even Jeff, this has been a good time today. I thank you for your time here today. We thank G&G for sponsoring this program. Uh, Thank you for all of the good information. I think one of the reasons your bond issue passed is because of the transparency and the really good work that you and the other people in the Dalhart's Independent School District are doing. So until next time. This has been In the Know, part of the Dalhart Connection. So, again, go to kxit.com for this episode. Check out all those times of things happening this summer. Uh, We wish you well. We'll see you next week. It's getting warmer. The sun is staying out later. Flowers are blooming, and that can only mean one thing. It's springtime. G&G Operators is here for all your springtime needs. If you're getting your garden ready, G&G can bring you top-quality soil to nourish your veggies. If you want an in-ground pool for summer fun, G&G can get you started as your local dirt work pros is the wind blowing away your mulch gng carries a variety of landscape rocks whatever you're wanting to do give gng a call 244-4297 today for a quote on all your dream landscaping projects that's gng operators 244-4297